Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome to the Triforce podcast. Triforce on the road, of course, this week because Sips has been turfed out of his his home due well, to the, the mini hurricane. I'm back, though. I'm back. I'm back. Oh, um, you're back. Oh, I'm back. Yeah. Oh, baby, and it feels oh, great. Oh, baby. But P Flex. Yes, is definitely I am currently yes. coming to you live from Bucharest. Uh, the conditions here are very poor. It is very cold and very wet, and uh, the streets are awash with COVID infected people uh the government has been overthrown i repeat the government has been overthrown jeez there's rioting and looting said help wow well some of that is true okay you can make up your own mind on what you think <laughs> yeah, what you, you think. decide let the people decide here at freedom radio we let the people decide what is fact and what is fiction uh i'll tell you what is fact yeah is i for some idiotic reason packed for mid-october as if it was mid-summer and i brought no coat oh my god uh the shirts that i brought to work in are all short-sleeved light summer shirts i think it's because i'm going on holiday after we get back and that was in my mind so i bought things as if it was the middle of summer so I got here and it was fucking freezing and I didn't have a coat. I was like, what was I thinking? Like, it's just the stupidest thing. And I told Mrs. F about this and she was just nodding and saying, I did tell you. And I was like, I don't think you did. But she fully did. She 100% told me. <laughs> it's going to be cold. Man, oh man. I, I always thought it was a bit of a sweatbox over there on the on the, the Well, yeah. But, but I mean, I was here one time in the summer. This is my third time in Bucharest. And the first time I was here, it was warm and it was really pleasant and everything. But then I came in December and it was like brutally cold. And for some reason, I just forgot that, that it gets really cold here towards the winter. And I mean, obviously it's only like mid autumn really, but but Christ, it's cold at night. I'm on the stage doing the late game show and you can see my breath and it's just, it's really cold. I meant the Black Sea. Obviously. Oh, the Black Sea. Though. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. um, is it? You, you're, it's not on the coast though, where you are. He's got the map it's, open. Bucharest is not open. on the coast. I was like, I'm pretty sure, sh- I couldn't remember the name of the actual... See, I meant the black sea. I've got the map. All right, sorry, good. It's not even on the coast. No. And it's not sweaty. It's not just like hot No, and no, it's, it, it's not. Weird. It's uh, it's really not hot and melty at all. Um, I mean, it's, it's bang in the middle of the country, so I, I didn't think it would be cold. It's quite close to Istanbul. You know, it's not far. It's just a hot. But um, yeah, it's not. Uh, we had a beautiful normal. weekend. Did it you? Was Twenty degrees. Oh my god! Yeah, it was, it was so nice over here. It was gorgeous. Yeah. yeah maybe you're going to get that later in the week. I don't know. Yeah. It's been raining like every day, so it's kind of like being back in Blighty. Um, oh man! But uh, I, I generally spent what, what day is it today? The 14th. So I flew out on I think God was it the third? 
something like that. I've been here a very long time. Yeah, you've been gone. You you're there for like a total of like fifteen days. Or something, yeah. Right? Yes, yeah, so I flew out on the third. I go back in four days. Oh, yeah. and I have spent. I would say ninety to ninety-five percent of that time in my hotel room or very close to it. Well, I guess um, with COVID and stuff, you can't really gather much, right? Like it's yeah. Like norm- normally in an event like this, you'd be hanging out with different people, and there'd be like there'd right. be stuff to do in between working and stuff. But I guess all that is uh, a little bit different this time. Yeah, around. it is. I mean, obviously, we've got we've got the uh, the onus is on us to not fucking spread diseases to all the players and the other talent that yeah, work at yeah. the event because that would ruin TI. Uh, so we're all tested every day. We get a, a rapid COVID test. Uh, we were tested on landing and, and then had to isolate for like 12 hours. So I landed, uh, they tested me and I had to stay in my hotel room until like well into the next afternoon. They would leave food for you outside the door. Oh my um, God. And then, so everybody in here is double vaxxed and we're all, we're all clear. Um, and all the players that, that are that are playing at the event are all clear as well and everything. So they have been really careful. But normally at a TI, <clears throat> like say TI8, for example, in Vancouver, this was 2018, so pre-COVID, we would just go out to bars, we'd go out for, for meals and restaurants and stuff, and it was like a, a lot more of a social experience. And you get people that you only see at a TI. Yeah. Like, you know, big Dota fans or people you play games with or that you know, you know, people on the scene that you know, you'd see them at TI and you'd all go out and party and stuff like that, especially before the game start. Everyone's a lot more relaxed. Um, And in the old days, a lot of the players would be out sort of larking about as well. Whereas now we had one day where it was like we'd finished the the group stage, which is all sort of um, it's not on the main stage. It's all the games that qualify the teams for which bracket they'll be in and that. Yeah. Uh, so we all went to the lobby, but absolutely smashed. But that was the only time. Um, you got as far as the lobby. Yeah, no, the <laughs> lobby. We literally didn't even go to a pub. We just went to the hotel lobby because there's a bar there. And yeah, we all got, I, I got fucking wrecked. Um, but that was it. Other than that, I've basically been watching though or, or playing Terraform in Mars. That's been my, my new thing. Nice. Oh, what, the digital version? Right, the digital card game. No, no, we've been playing both versions. So... Ken, oh. who I'm working on the late game with, he brought Terraforming Mars with him. I've not played it before. Oh, right. Um, that is a choice. It's such a good game. Yeah. Uh, he also good, bought yeah. a jacket. He also bought, you know. <laughs> he, did, he was prepared. Long Man, trousers. The, I think the last time I was in Bristol, we played that, Lewis. Remember? We were playing. Yeah. We had a big game. I played game. it a lot. Yeah, it's a yeah. good one. I got the digital version as well. It's nice. Me too. It's really yeah. good. I think the, the solo challenge that you can do, where you just have, you have 12 turns to try and basically get as high a score as you can, is really good for learning about your turns. Because it's like, it's not like any board game I've really played. There's so much strategy to it. And there's so much depth to it. And you know you're not doing badly when, like, so the way it works is, for anyone that doesn't know, you've got this empty Mars and you draw like a corporation to decide what kind of direction your uh, your play style is going to go for. You have these things called preludes that like buff you up a bit before you start. You draw some cards that you have to then pay for and you have an income every turn. You have gold, titanium, steel, plants, energy, heat. And each of these can be used to sort of raise the temperature of Mars, raise the oxygen level of Mars, build a city on Mars, put some trees down, that kind of thing. And it's about a balance between, you know, doing as much as you can on each turn, raising your score, raising your score gives you more money. And then there's like cards that give you victory points at the end of the game, all that kind of stuff. And I, I always know I'm doing badly when it's like turn three and it comes to me and I go, I play this card and this card and I'm done. I have nothing else to do for this entire turn. 
And then the guy to my left does like two things. The guy to his left does two things. Another guy does two things. And I'm like, yeah, I'm still done. And they're still going. They have loads of actions and things they're doing. <laughs> and I'm just fucking sat there. And I'm like, I, I have lost. Like, I'm so far behind. I've, I've just played two cards and I'm done. Yeah. Each generation, they're playing like eight, nine, ten cards. Well, it's like bad. one of those ones that you, the more you play it, the the more you get like a, a feel for it, right? It's a it's a tough one to get a hang of like straight away, right? Yeah. I think yeah. actually that strat is legitimate in some cases. So, for example, there's some corporations who get cheaper big cards mm. and you want to play a couple of big cards to start yes. with. But yes. you want to play cards that give you stuff for the whole game. Yeah, of course, like, of course. Some of the cards I have, give uh, you... 25 wikis open right now, and I can confirm <laughs> what you're saying is absolutely correct. Um, well, I've looked into in it. My, I've crunched the numbers. I've done the math. We've played about, I'd say, about 10 games on our Shadmirals, and I think I lost every single... I came bottom in every single one, so oh, I'm, I'm not the... Not the guy to give you advice on how to play that game either. Oh, I, on the other hand, uh, have uh, not won any games either Dominated of the three own. that I've played. And uh, <laughs> But I have so many wikis open, so how could I be wrong? Uh, you know? <laughs> no? Guys, we oh, should right. play a game of Terraforming Mars later. Or, or if, you, if, you're, if, you're still, if you're still sick of being in the hotel room, P-Flex, yeah. I'd be happy to, to, to join one of these Sure, games. yeah, that's, that's a, a good idea. I, I honestly, um, I didn't. I mean, I've heard of this game, but I didn't realize uh, the community that there is like is is fiendish for this game because oh, yeah. I I installed it and a couple of people that are on my Steam friends list who I, some of one of them I haven't spoken to in a while messaged me straight away <laughs> as soon as I fired it up. They're like, "You're into terraforming Mars?" It's like <laughs> I, we played a lot of board games, all of us. I haven't really played one like this, um, and it's it's addictive because it's uh, my, my friend Ken said like every time you can see the perfect run. Like you can see it playing out in front of you and you, you get a taste for it. And when everything's going your way. Oh, I don't, and I don't think so. I think he is like, he is, he is chasing that dragon and he's, he's playing, he's playing a, a turn ahead. Oh, he's I'm good. struggling to decide whether or not to buy the cards, you know, in my hand. At You're start. right. You, uh, you, you got to need that, uh, that terraforming. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it is there like is that. a bit of that. You're exactly right. So I bought a game this week called Brass Birmingham, which I know is a big deal because I played it on Tabletop Sim once with some people. They were fiendish about it, and they were like, "Oh yeah, so we it should." Sounds like a male stripper's name. <laughs> Brass, Balls Brass Birmingham. Birmingham. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it does. Anyway, they have their own Discord dedicated to playing this game digitally. Um, so yeah, that's that's a whole thing. There's there's apparently another tabletop sim that someone recommended me, which is a slightly better, less 3D version. I'll, I can't remember. I'll be honest with you. I, I feel like um, the problem I have with TTS is. If it, I mean, I, I realize it's not their fault and it does do some great things, but I just kind of feel like um, having to move the little pieces around is super annoying and you can actually knock things over. Do you know oh, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's as frustrating as real life board games can be. Because the good thing about the digital version of. of but you're uh, far less coordinated in, in TTS <laughs> yeah. than you are in real life. Uh, yes, that's true. Like, yeah, you're just like, just let me just move it. Just knocking stuff over. Dropping things off the table. Stuff. I think that's my, my big beef with Tabletop Simulator. Because, like, at least in real life, when you're using your hands to move stuff and you knock things over, you just think, ah, whatever, you know, like it, it happens. But when you do it in Tabletop Simulator, it just feels so convoluted and and weird to put it and, back and uh, and yeah, I, I hate it. I I, I can't stand You're right. it. Yeah. There's like four people helping you to fix yeah. what you've done wrong, and it takes like five minutes yeah. to put it all back. Yeah, I love that. Well, 
I, I love that realism attached to it, and that is frustrating. But I, I don't think it ruins a lot of these games. No, no, so no. That, oh, it does for also, me for sure. People have put so many games on TTS now. Like, yeah. like every game is is represented in there in some way. You know it's, what they? You know what they put a, a lot source. of games into as well? Roblox. And you know what they put into Roblox? Squid Game. So uh, you know that's going to be the next big thing. Uh, I'm 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 saying it right now. Squid Game on Roblox. Uh, it's going to be the talk of the it's town. It's already the next. All, it it all was the talk of the town a week ago. I mean, Ben's uh, son got a, an email from the school saying, you know, all no the more five and Squid six Game year olds in Roblox. have been playing Squid Game in the playground. Oh, right. Okay. Um, and of course, they're playing, you know, red light, green light or something like that. Do you know what I mean? But they're calling it Squid Game. <laughs> yeah. my, my my son uh, is, is very sort of into Netflix, watches a lot of stuff in, in the children's category of Netflix. But... Because it's like a, a an account that's shared through by the whole family. My wife and I have been watching Squid Game and I must have forgotten to like I, I think I just we finished the episode, it went on to the next episode and I paused it. So and then I just turned off the TV and everything and we went to bed, whatever. Uh, my son woke up the next day, turned on the TV to watch cartoons in the morning before school, and of course it was still paused on Squid Game. So when we woke up, he's like Mom, Dad, what's Squid Game? We're like, oh my God, did you watch that? <laughs> He's like, no, no, I didn't watch it, but I've heard about it. Like people at school are talking about it and I didn't realize it was on Netflix. Like, you cannot watch that. Please, please do not ever press play if you see that. I forgot to move it back to the children's thing. Just stick with the children's shows. A nine-year-old kid can't watch that. No, 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 right? no. It's, it's, it's much too, much. too violent. I mean, yeah, yeah. I think people are people are talking to me like like it was the most shocking thing they've ever seen, and I'm I was like, oh well, come on, like you know, you this is pretty standard stuff. But yeah, I mean, for a nine-year-old, uh, no, we we always talk about this though, but. You know, to try which age were we when we watched Alien or whatever, or watched something that was really too old for us. Yeah. You know, I think it's it's happen. It'll happen. It it'll it'll you know. Yeah. There's one day when you'll you can't go through life. I no. mean, look, talking about pushing yourself. I had went out for drinks with Tom Tuesday. That's right, challenging. Tom can drink and you can't, so that's going to be a. Tough I really can't. Yeah. And it's and I had I had a drink. I went out quite early because I went out after Ped and Ravs had finished their stream. They had two drinks with me, and then they left. And then Tom turned up, and I had two drinks with Tom. And at that point, I was really Sossled, drunk. Yeah. Um, people kept turning up, and I felt like after you've had four, you know, San Miguel's four yeah. pints of San Miguel. Right. For me, like I couldn't really say no. And there were a couple of a fan stopped me and was like, "Oh, let me buy you a drink." And I was like, "Oh no, it's all right." And then you know, he ended. I had another drink with him. And then someone else bought me a drink, and then I actually drank someone else's drink, oh, and then that man. meant that I had to have that drink as well. You know, it was the whole. It was a whole. Anyway, the you whole just went whole, wild. It was, it was one of those nights where I was very drunk. I limped back home at like two in the morning, completely fell asleep, and I spent the entirety of yesterday feeling sorry for myself. Yes. Oh my god, I was like sick multiple times. I couldn't like keep anything down at all. I was like just I was just walking around in a daze. I had a terrible headache that I couldn't couldn't shift. I just didn't want to do anything. Yeah. I watched like half an episode of this TV show and I was like, I can't do this. I just I, I it's one of these reminders of getting I, it's been a couple of years since I got drunk. But every time I get very drunk, the recovery time is an exponentially right. longer. Well I reckon if I'm gonna be if, if I'm 55, right? And I get wasted. I think it's going to be like a week. I need to like book a week out after that at this rate. 
it, it was a full day because we, we, so like a I was saying we had, that, we had that one day before like between the group stages and the main stage there was an off day so everybody got drunk as soon as the group stage was over because they had the whole of the next day off um so there was probably about a hundred people like all combination of the players kept to themselves but it was all the all the talent like us the russians the spanish all of the different language regions talent were all drinking and it was great but i started at 4 30 which was a mistake um this is it because yeah. as soon as it starts to pick up people are like shots shots and i was like yeah and after a while I, <laughs> by that time you're just you're in it yeah once you start doing shots you think i'll just have one but the first round ruins your decision making from that point forward for the rest of the evening. There is a and people point. kept yeah. handing me cocktails. Like I was, they knew I was drinking Long Island iced tea. So at one point, I'm holding two full Long Island iced teas, and those the the, <laughs> yeah. the, the, the Romanian bartenders were putting like four shots in each one. So I reckon, I mean, I was trying to. That, that was the problem with pints. I can always keep track in my head of how many pints I've had. But once you start drinking cocktails and shots, you lose track of how much booze you've drunk. And that's when it creeps up on you. And it seems to hit you much harder. Oh, yeah. It's like a turbo boost. All of a sudden, you can't drunk. feel your legs. And then you're yeah. like, okay. Yeah. Because yeah. I was like, okay. I was like, I'm doing all right here. I drunk loads and I'm doing great. And I sat down to talk to a couple of lads who hadn't really been drinking much. And I started a conversation with them. And I realized about two minutes in that they were doing all the talking. I was just nodding. And I just stood up and I just remember walking, <laughs> going to bed. And the next one they saw me and they were like, you got fucking smashed last night. I was like, yeah, I, I really did. Well, the thing is, for me, it was the case where I sat down, I was having a nice chat. We were laughing away. And someone, I think, I think it was Tom or Raz or someone turned to me and just said, are you all right? And, I was like, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, are you sure? And they're like looking in my eyes. I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. You and they're like, look. you're really drunk, aren't you? And I'm like. I, I think so. <laughs> but yeah, like there's those moments where, and also I, I got the hiccups at one point. Oh, I always I see that. Get rid of them. Oh, it's and so it was embarrassing. Like, it was like the drunken sailor hiccups. Oh, <laughs> yeah. They just, like a cartoon, just like those Popeye cartoons. It's and like, of course, once everyone knows that you've got the, you, you know, it's, you're suddenly the focus of the attention. Oh, like, yeah. No, like, the hiccups is a, is a sign that oh some barfing is, is on its way. Oh, know, really? Yeah. Is that right? Well, oh, everyone I've ever known who's done a lot of hiccups hiccuping like uh at the point where they're very drunk it's it's then led into some barfing oh. not always like catastrophic barfing either you know like sometimes <laughs> just sometimes you do them. a barf and you're just like yeah i feel great like i just needed to to just have a little barf like, I've, I've i've done that a couple of some times. people do yeah. what they call tactical puking yeah so i was in a chunder. yeah i was i was at a i'm sure i've mentioned this before in the nearly 200 episodes i was at a football game i was at a bournemouth game one time and the pub near the ground is it any football ground that has a pub near it it's always the roughest pub you've ever been in so i was in this pub it's pretty pretty rough and i was there having a pee and this massive tattooed lad walks in bournemouth fan and he sort of just sticks his fingers down his throat and pukes into the urinal. It was like a trough urinal. Jesus and it was Christ. like, he just went like, Gleah! and then he technically went, better out than in. And I was like, yeah, yes, I mean, indeed. He's right. He is right. It is better I guess. I in, guess the sure. food's not very good here. <laughs> well, it was the beer. So he had a pint in his hand. So having, <laughs> having puked in the trough, he finishes his wee, downs his pint, leaves it on the, on the shelf and just strolls out. Presumably to order more booze. So I'm just thinking, is that so he can say, oh, about 20 pints? But what he doesn't say is if he pukes up 20 pints, like every time he pops in loo, he's barfing it up. It was pretty gross. Yeah. And I was like, what am I doing here? I was like, Christ, I hope we win today or this wasn't worth it. That is the standard. I mean, 
that I I I love the people that you end up meeting at these places though. You always meet new and interesting people at the Man, bar. I don't have love weird that. interesting I don't stories. love meeting those people at all actually. Like uh, they're I could, the bar I people. Do without, right? <laughs> they are the bar people. Um, Why don't you, you when was the last time you went out to a, a bar that sips like for for oh till my late? God. Um, probably the last time I was in Bristol, which is like what two years ago now. Like it's it's for it's, been, it's been a while. Yeah, no. Um, I was there in uh, we Yogcon was in August, and then we had um, Jingle Jam, right? Right. Yeah. Mm. So it would have been that December. This is the last time I was over. So yeah, it's coming up to coming up to two years. God, we were where were we? We were at, we were at the Duke, and there was this guy who came up to me and was from America, very sort of outgoing, very nice looking very sort of friendly and lively and talking to me and he was like i was like what are you doing here and he's like oh i'm on a i'm on a date and i was like you've just stood here talking to me for 15 minutes what do you mean you're on a date and so he turns around and looks to this tape and there's a table with just a girl there on her phone oh, sat no. there with a pint in front of her you know and i was like it's going well sort of shrugged at me um, and I was like, you bet, you better go and just do your date, my my dude. I didn't. I mean, I, I felt bad for her all of a sudden. Yeah, um, I would have said carry on talking to me because that way you can spare her having to to tell him to his face that it's over. She could just sneak away because that's I, if I'm on a date and someone fucks off to have a twenty minute conversation with someone else, I'm leaving. Like I, I that, if it was a tenth date or something, maybe. Well, I I'd wondered why he was sort of because when he was talking to me, he was saying, oh, you know, I'm a big fan. You know, I I had to come and talk to you. And, you know, now you're here. I couldn't couldn't resist. I have to ask you these questions. And I realized it's because he's sort of almost begrudgingly in his mind, like making excuses for why <laughs> right. he didn't want to be on his date. This date. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, but going back to Terraforming Mars, I think one of the reasons why it's kind of nice, right, is because we're constantly surrounded by all this climate change stuff. Like I watched this video yesterday on youtube about how there's like a company buying up thirty thousand gas wells that are all rusted and all leaking methane everywhere. right and they're clearly just doing it as a sort of front to go bust um and you know they go bust and then the government will have to step in and pay for them oh, to be filled because you know right. building these gas wells is like it's certainly expensive but they have to pay a hundred thousand pounds to cap them which of course is money they've spent do you know what i mean they've already given that to themselves in corporate bonuses so they they built this sort of front company which they've planned to fail sold all of the gas you know things to anyways horrible we're constantly surrounded by this horrible awful stuff but on terraforming mars that's what you want dropping the methane bombs there's actually a couple of cars that do nuclear stuff in yeah there to just you know blow water into the atmosphere I mean, I mean there's one there's one card called import of greenhouse gases and it's like that. it's a pog card. You're like, oh yeah, we'll fucking raise the temperature in this bitch. And you, yeah, it's and, it's, and it's good for home. Right. Yeah. yeah. It was, I love that. It's funny. I read um I read a little article this morning about how Prince William has set up this thing called like the Earthshot Prize. And um so he's got fifteen projects that he is supporting right. that are good for the environment, right? Which is kind of a cool thing. Um and I was reading through some of them and I was like Hmm. <laughs> Some of them are a bit weird. There's like a 14-year-old innovator in India who designed a solar-powered ironing cart. Right. Um, okay. Now, I'm not sure what it does. A solar. I'm not even sure what a solar-powered ironing cart 
is. I'm just going to Google that because that sounds fantastic. I feel like it's like a hot dog stand on wheels that he can push <laughs> around town and iron people's shirts when they're on their way to work. Maybe oh, I'm wrong right. about that. What, and it sucks in, I mean, is it, is it like it sucks in pollution out the front and it's like powered by, by smog? I just, I just want, I just want to know I more about no him. Idea. Okay, so and I think if we're throwing said, money at you anyone, you said ironing, right? Like I, like ironing, 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 yeah, like for, ironing a ironing. shirt, yes, an ironing cart. Right. So, so here's here from the Hindustan Times: fourteen-year-old gets nominated for Eco Oscars for her solar-powered ironing cart invention. So she made this cart, and the problem. So she says the big problem I'm trying to solve is to eliminate the practice of burning charcoal to heat an iron box for pressing clothes by street vendors. My innovation, oh. the solar ironing cart. It sounds cart, like a very regionally specific Very thing. much. Yeah. So my innovation, the solar ironing cart, will save trees, reduce air pollution, protect the environment, help stop the climate change. So sure. what, what she's doing is obviously, I mean, it's, it's fascinating to me that there are people riding around in carts who will iron clothes for you. Do, do you just take your shirt off right then and there on the, on the street? Hell yeah, it's a free-for-all out there. It's a busy place. I can't go to this meeting with a creased shirt, yeah. I haven't had time. Ironing cart, ironing cart. Ironing cart, just flagging <laughs> one down. Ironing cart, you, you sir. It's like the shoe, it's like, it, maybe they do like an all-in-one, a shoe shine, they like, iron, like you're just sitting there in your underpants while they're working on your, <laughs> yeah. pressing like your trousers. A, it's like a series of carts <laughs> like stops around you, yeah. each doing a different yeah. part of your clothes. Yeah. Do they like, or you're just it, it, sat it, on the curb it, in your pants again. It's just there waiting. Some guy's coming up. Clothes cart. It's, no, I'm, I don't need clothes from the clothes cart. I'm using the ironing cart. That's why I'm naked. It's like a grooming caravan turns up and they just, every, there's a little bit of everything. <laughs> they, they do a manicure for you and they do oh my your God. eyebrows and stuff. Your beard's getting twirled oh, hell by yeah. one guy. Yeah. Your hair's getting curled by another guy. Yeah. But it's all solar powered and it's like something out of Pee Wee's Playhouse, you know? Like it's all it's all <laughs> automated. With There's like a spatula that comes out and like slaps <laughs> right. your cheeks to like, to make them rosy and stuff, you know? Like, but I mean, sweet. does that mean that you leave the house in the morning and you think, well, all I need is money and the clothes I'm wearing because there's a, there's a breakfast cart. Clearly, there's going to be a breakfast cart. I'll get some food. There's the shoe shine cart. There's yeah. the ironing cart. There's the, almost certainly a hairdressing and beard trimming cart. There's, there might be a portable toilet cart, which would be probably the least fun one to drive around. But uh, yeah, there's, there's a cart for everything. No wonder it's so busy on the streets over there. There's all the carts. Yeah, well, that's a, that's where all the action happens, it sounds like. you you got to get out well, there. Well, also, no, but they can get to where the action's happening. Right. So, do you know what I mean? Yeah. A new, a new office has opened. All the carts go there. All the carts go there. outside, yeah. They're ready to go. Yeah. I didn't realize it was a, a cart-based cart economy entirely. <laughs> I love it, though. Imagine if you have Ubers, but for other things like ironing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I could call an, call an ironing Uber, an ironing cart, to outside the office, you know, so I turn up, hand my shirt over, you know, get nice and pressed before I go in for my big interview. Yeah. I mean, I'm not being funny, but I could actually use that right now. Because the shirts I have to wear on the show tonight, a couple of them are not ironed, and I'm very lazy, and the ironing board in the hotel is crap. So Man. I would love a cart. I, I actually, <laughs> at some point this week, in fact, tomorrow, um, I have to wear something other than shorts and a t-shirt. Because um, hmm. for the first time in a long time, and for the first time in a very long time, I'm actually meeting up with a bunch of people I used to work with at an old mm. job that I haven't seen in like 10 years. But oh, it's weird doing we're that. going out for a curry 
and uh, I haven't been out in a long time. I don't even know if my jeans fit me anymore because I've been like exclusively wearing shorts for two years. Your social skills are going to be very rusty. My social skills are going to be a you're mess. Gonna be, you're going to be talking over people oh, like I'm on gonna this be podcast. Talking over people. I'm going to be <laughs> making really inappropriate jokes. Like I, I had a shower thought the other day, for example. I can't use this one when I'm at the dinner, but I'll tell you guys. What if you had a really honest <laughs> school? You know, like how schools do that advertising, like uh, for tomorrow or like shaping tomorrow or whatever. But like, uh, you know, it was like kind of like a rough school or, or something. And they were just really honest with their advertising. And they had like a slogan that's like shaping the cunts of tomorrow or, or something like that, you know, <laughs> producing tomorrow's cunts. You know, like it'd be kind of funny, yeah. right? But like, I can't say that at, a, at the at the current. Our alumni are vomiting in urinals across football grounds <laughs> in this country. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like and and cum shots. You can't. You, I can't just come up with this stuff. You know, like I feel safe yeah. around you guys, but I'm gonna be wearing some jeans, probably like maybe a shirt. I can't say this kind of stuff. You know, it's it's crazy. Yeah. Our student, we teach people how to really tailgate you, and then when you've pulled over, yell at you, yes. and call you a prick. Yes, I love I love that honest inner city school like, <laughs> school models. I can yeah. see the brochure right now. Yeah, yeah. Not great for the kids at that school though. I mean, yeah, but I mean, they're, they're not really setting you up for a good life, is well, it? Well, yeah, but still. Which school good. do you go to? School for cunts? It's, oh. it's just a laugh. It's just a, it's just a bit of fun. I think people fun, would you know? love to go for the, for the school for cunts. <laughs> You're going to be least, like a badge of honor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I made it out of the school of cunts. <laughs> I oh, graduated school, from school. cunt school uh, with school honors. School of hard cunts. Yeah. Hang on a second. I think we are talking about Eton and Harrow, actually. Hey, guys. Oh, there you go. Little bow, 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 creeping in there. there Oh, there we go. Um, no, go. I just thought it would. I, I just thought it would be like a funny thing, you know. Like you know, you know. Sometimes you think of these like absurd um, scenarios or whatever, you know. Like um, you have to, you have to gauge the room. You're right. Like if you're with a load of your old office friends yeah, you haven't I seen for know. ten years, you're not sure where the levels are. Yeah, yet. exactly. You know, you, it takes some time. Someone has to make push push the boundary, and then you can push the boundary a little bit further. Certainly, and if they react, at first like, it'll just be you know. like the ludicrous display chat about what it, like sports or like the weather yeah, or something. The weather and shorts, and then and, and then you just see where you go from there. But like you know, I I don't know. It's it's hard to it it's hard to read the the room. You know, when you're you're not used to being around people and stuff. I was yeah. thinking about this because I met with one of my old school friends uh, about five years ago. I, and I assume it might have even made it into the podcast because, you know, this is, this is we've been going that long. Oh, yeah. And I, I remember we, I remember it was a little bit awkward, a little bit stilted, but also he brought his very miserable wife. Um, <laughs> and he was just like a downer. She was just unhappy to be there. She was unhappy to meet me. She was unhappy to have had to be dragged out to Bristol yeah. for a nice well, meal. Well, I mean, Lewis, the standards for, for people meeting him are so high. Like the American guy that, like, uh, you know, sacrificed his date to uh, to ask him questions for 15 minutes or whatever. Yeah. To then, to then be presented with this woman who just doesn't want to know. That's got to be that. That's a huge I'm contrast, not, right? I, mean, I get it. Like I was there to meet my friend and not her, yeah. but you know, I, I was still willing to include her in. She's just, I don't know, like the whole. She was just off, and I was like, wow. Did she have you. a face like a smacked arse? She went to the school of cunts. Graduated. She was first class honors. The valedict, the school valedictorian. <laughs> she was mag magna cunt louder. She was. <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh man so you sometimes meet people like that and uh 
And that kind of that kind of put me off chatting to my friend again, which is a bit weird. But well, I don't know. We we were, people change, I think we were quite you know? different. It's like yeah. that's the that's that's the thing. I don't it's not so weird meeting up with people at work because like I'm meeting up with these people at work, but they all still work there and they have done for all this time sort of thing. So while my life has changed a lot, you know, they, theirs hasn't really I mean, it obviously probably has like their personal lives, but their working life hasn't really changed much sort of thing. So the the conversation is often like, oh, what's so and so doing now? And it's like, oh yeah, just the same thing. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 pretty it's pretty easy. But I think meeting up with somebody from school, because so much has changed since after school, right? Like you, right. you finish school, depending what age you are. But like, you know, when you're young, normally, and then, you know, if you're meeting up with somebody 20 years later, it's gonna be like, whoa my God. You know, like you you're if especially if you completely lost touch with them or whatever. I think that's a little bit potentially more awkward, right? It is very tough, I think, when you meet up with with uh, people you haven't seen in a while, like you guys say. Because, I mean, first of all, people change. Yeah, yeah. So the memory you have of them, and maybe uh, there might be a whole bunch of things you disagree with yeah. with them on. Like, they might open the conversation with, like, oh, fucking hate women. You're like, okay. All right. I, you, you didn't used to be this guy, yeah, and now yeah, you are. Yeah. Uh, and, and also, Should we taking night school? <laughs> <laughs> the, the only thing that you have to really talk about is the old days. And sometimes that can be fun. I love to reminisce about, about the old days. Yeah. Jeez, that's the fucking whole podcast, really. But sometimes you don't, didn't really know them particularly well back then. So you sort of chat to them. How so and so? Yeah, like, yeah. I like yeah. when they assume that you are the same or on board, though. Automatically well, yeah. As well, because sometimes it, it's the other way around, right? Because then you have to pretend that you're actually on board with their quite yeah. um, so, edgy arguments. Yeah. Well, and sometimes when you when you're speaking to people that you've been friends with for a long time, where maybe you've lost touch with them for a little while. Sometimes you you get back with people and you just pick up where you left off, right? You're still on the same right. wavelength. You remember everything uh, the same, and you can laugh yeah. about it and stuff. But like, I've found that there's a couple of people where um, you know I've I've been I've I've talked to them on and off for sure, like throughout the years, and and have remained like kind of close. But every once in a while, you get together with them, and you're like, oh man, do you remember when we did that? And and you so you realize like they're not as excited about it, or their memory of it is different, or whatever. And you're like, I guess they just like interpreted that experience completely differently or something or maybe it's like changed oh, over time totally uh yeah. which is always a weird one too right because like you're at one point in your life you're so in tune with this person you guys are doing the same stuff you're into all the same things or whatever and then you know obviously if you if you don't keep in touch with them as much as you'd like to or whatever um there's definitely a fork in the road somewhere right where they just kind of go down a different path or something well, and then sometimes people life takes over yeah. grabs them and you know in 10 years they have you know lost five stone they've, they've got <laughs> married they've had two kids yeah. you know they've moved to america they've worked they've gone from this bank to that bank to being the head of a running their own financial firm or whatever and suddenly you know your other friend who's still playing world of warcraft yeah. with his, in his parents basement hasn't changed fuck all no yeah, yeah. Uh, i don't know um i don't know anybody who's had like like specific or particular troubles in their life you know like i i know of people you know people like we used to hang out with at school that like everybody had lost touch with and then you find out that like you know they'd gotten addicted to to drugs or they've they've had like real major issues in their life or whatever but most of my close friends from school that i'm still regularly in touch with and, and stuff I don't know anybody who's who's had any of that, you know. Everybody's just gone on to have sort of a a pretty normal 
ish life, you know, like um, not everybody's gotten yeah. like, well, married like and had predict. kids well, and stuff like that, but nobody's had like any you major expect. dramas, yeah. you know, like there, nobody's had any big health concerns. Nobody's had like any like, you know, um, debilitating like uh, addictions or, or, you know, social problems well, or anything like that. Not that's not that they share with you on Facebook. Do you know what I mean? No, it's, but I mean, like, it, like, like it's, it's more than just Facebook too. Like you, you, like I'm like, you talk to them every day and stuff. So you, you still have some idea of like what they're doing in their life and stuff. So it's not, it's like, I don't know, but like, like definitely I've heard of people, but I'm just, I, I don't know. It's weird. Like, I don't know anybody that I'm close to that's had like any major issues, I guess. Is, mm. I don't know what, I, what I'm trying to say. I don't know that it matters at all, but it's it's just interesting, I guess. I don't no, know. No, we're just, we're, we're, we're just agreeing with you. <laughs> I, I do have a question, lads, just to change the subject slightly. We are closing in on 200 episodes. Holy what, crap. I think we might hit 200 around Jingle Jam or something oh like that. What, what are we going to do? Oh my God. I think we might have to have like some A and B. Like, do you remember? The, well, we might already have two hundred episodes. Do you know what I mean? But we, we we tried to like. Oh yeah! Oh, we snuck we, them in. We already no, messed up the numbering system. One hundred ninety-nine point one. We're gonna like have we're gonna have no ads for that episode. That'll be the big the big. <laughs> That's the big, the big shocker. That's the big celebration. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just not a single oh. ad on that episode. That'll be That's good, good right? Idea. That's a good idea. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'll think of some other stuff as well. We don't have to. We don't have to commit to just that one. I mean, no. Well, it'll be good to have you guys come down at Jingle Jam, and we can do some special stuff, and we can do we can do something something fun for everyone. It's a good idea. It's a good time. Christmas time. It's yeah. fun for all the family and, and Christmas um, time, mistletoes and and wine, and uh, definitely Bristol is um, a lot more better than Romania, I guess. In sense, you know, we can go out to the pub and do stuff, and feels fairly normal, although. Although on yesterday when I was recovering from this hangover, I was thinking, "Fuck, I really hope I don't." Okay, get well, as well, you know this, man. This, <laughs> I, I would just die. The hangover feeling that oh. you had, I had for about five days straight, and it's because my garage was damaged and I had to move out of it, and it was really tough for me. I couldn't work the way that I've been used to working for the past like six years. Flax, it's really you, disorienting. Flax, you yeah. you you could appreciate this, right? Your work, you're used to just like. You're, you're, you're used to your routine, right? Like you wake up, you get the kids yeah. ready, you take them to school, you come home, you stream for a bit, you, whatever, you know, like it's easy, right? Like it's, yeah. yeah. Okay. So imagine like for some reason your bedroom was flooded and all of your equipment had to be moved and then you suddenly had to like commute to be able to just stream. That was, right. that would suck, right? Like, yeah, like yeah, your whole, wouldn't it, your wouldn't whole day would that. just be in tatters. So how, how long has this been going on for? Well, it only lasted for like a week, luckily. OK, uh, because um, I had carpet in the garage. It wasn't like a flood. It was just a lot of water got into the into the garage and and just soaked the carpet like so was, was this the a, there was a like a hurricane wind and yeah rain it was just in. a really unlucky combination of um of of the the wind direction a shoddily built garage yeah, the shoddily <laughs> built garage rain. and then the rain yeah so some so some managed to leak in luckily none of my equipment's on the ground I, like i've always right. just put everything on top of desks 
Um, and luckily I did yeah, that because otherwise... I always, I always lift everything up. Yeah. Or else I get full of carpet fluff and stuff Yeah, I yeah, find. yeah. So, so always... nothing was actually damaged, but um, I had a couple of like, um, you know, extension, like power bars, like, you know, the multiple right. socket things on the ground uh, that got filled uh-huh. with water, but then it just it just tripped the circuit in here. Uh, so luckily there was no... Uh... So was anything like really expensive lost? No, or... no, like just okay. just the carpeting, uh, which I had right. to I had to pull up and throw out because it was right. so fucking gross. It just stunk like outside rain, you know, like... Yeah. And then as it started to dry, it smelled even worse. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's like it, that it, pair of trainers that you had yeah. that once yeah, 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 really yeah, wet, yeah. and you tried to dry them out, but they always just smelled yeah. Yeah. Smell and there's no way to fix that. So yeah. I chucked out all yeah. the carpet, and uh, now it's just exposed, like uh, underlay, but it's all dry. Um, I got a dehumidifier, which is now like not uh, accumulating anything, so it's nice, nice and dry in here. And with the heating and the air conditioning and stuff too, that helps. Yeah. But yeah, I, I just need to get uh, some new, some new flooring and uh, probably a new no, door not, as well. Yeah, that's not too. It's bad. not too yeah, bad. Yeah. But and, and yeah. I'm back here at least now, which is good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I had to temporarily rent the office that I used to rent like uh, six years ago. Uh, but I was only there for like a week. But I have it for the rest of the month. So, you know, just in case. Oh, you could go and socialize there. Well, you know, it was, hang, it was, all, it, it was weird outside. because <laughs> I, I, I turned up and I, I did like the office thing. You know, I got some food on my way in. So I had like a coffee and uh, a sandwich and I was coming up the stairs and there's a bunch of people in the reception because it was Friday. And they're like, hey, happy Friday. And I actually said to them, oh, my God, I haven't worked in an office in a very long time. <laughs> <laughs> Just like hung my head in shame and walked by oh, oh no oh my god oh, i love that you are you you didn't judge that room i was very wearing well. like fucking shorts you and a could t-shirt. be out with them right now <laughs> you could, could be drinking yeah, with I those could. guys telling their stories about their kids i do and i do miss well. that a little bit i don't i the the honestly thing, the, a tiny bit because uh, it did mean though the week like the weekend does mean like I do enjoy the weekends, but we do have quite a bit to do at the weekends. But I, I do miss that feeling of uh, Friday in the office. Everyone's sort of relaxed. It's like a little mini party atmosphere. Yeah, my, it's it's kind like, of sweet. Yeah, it's 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 all right. It's crept back in to Yogs actually. Because we got fourth floor in the office, we got other other groups of people in the office, and they and, and over time we've tended we've we started off like randomly, you know, kind of working anytime we wanted because in fact it was nice to work at the weekend because then you could have Tuesday and Wednesday off and you could go into town when no one was there and you know do, it was nice to have a weird schedule. But over time, families and other partners who do have jobs and kids at school and all this stuff has meant that we've just gone back to you know, the, the Monday to Friday kind of mm. routine. And it's it's just, there is a little bit of a Friday yes. uh, atmosphere uh, in our office. And it's slowly crept in more and more. Um, I love it. Because, you know, you'll notice sort of people on their, uh, about three o'clock in the afternoon on a Friday will usually have a beer on their desk or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're like, this will just get me through the last couple of hours before the weekend. I mean, I, I love it when I come up there because it does feel like uh, there, there's a good atmosphere. But the, the problem I have is I was never designed as a human to work in an office. I, I'm loud and obnoxious. I don't think anyone is. I interrupt yeah. people. Oh, I well, am for sure. But I see people quietly getting on with their work and all the rest of it. I'm, I'm like just, a I'm mole just a man. Dip. I'm uh, hunched <laughs> over my computer, tapping away. I don't want any interruptions but this whole open office thing this illusion. It's this lie, right? It's incredibly... It looks cool but it's just incredibly unproductive and the productive people want to be screwed away yes. doing stuff in peace they don't want to be constantly bothered and yes. constantly harassed and distracted by some noisy asshole hear me shouting about. about bolt action or fucking yeah, or total warhammer or something yeah it's like 
or screaming about Dota. Like, yeah, it's annoying. There is a balance. Calling, calling daft names for how bad he is in the game we're playing at lunchtime, all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, I am ruining someone's work day. But actually, I, I, feel bad. I think really now we have COVID and sort of flexible working. A lot of people have gotten used to the idea that they can stay home for a couple of days. They get the stuff done then. They come right. to the office and have a bit of a social time. We talk to people, talk, have some donuts, bounce some ideas around. Ooh, it's kind of a more sensible sensible option. I had a had a vegan donut the other day from this oh, nice. vegan nice. donut. You can't even have a donut. What a what is the point? Well, What's not vegan about a donut? Okay, plant based though. You know, it's got. I know it's just it's just maybe. Maybe did, an animal didn't have to die so I could enjoy it's a, donut. a donut. What's in a yeah, donut? It's just um it's just like flour and uh water and then you ha- you fry them, right? Like um what like I mean I guess you could use animal fat to fry them, which maybe some of them do, I don't know, but like mostly beef tallow. <laughs> oh yeah. Get some vimbos on that shit. Did the icing have like gelatin it's like a in it or something? I don't know, but <laughs> Get some, I uh, like a donut soaked in Vimbos and then deep fried in beef tallow with gravy <laughs> and a Yorkshire pudding. Oh, I'm just talking oh, about a roast dinner it. at this point. You could open a cart, get yourself a cart, yeah. open up solar power with a deep Vimbos. Get a Vimbos cart Get the Vimbos cart going. <laughs> oh, shit, man, what a great idea. The, the prince. Vimbos. Get liquid beef. cart Vimbos here. Liquid beef. The prince of liquid beefs in a cart. <laughs> Also ironing. We'll iron your <laughs> stuff on the fryer. It's nice and hot. It's like a it's like a reverse ironing board. See, I'm thinking of free, in, inventive free mind. Cunt diplomas from <laughs> <laughs> the at this card. Oh, oh shit. man, oh man. You know what I've been watching? Uh, when the games are finished or I'm back for the day or whatever, I've, I've just been sitting watching YouTube for a bit, as as one often does. Yeah. And I've been watching um, videos about Magic the Gathering, which I've played a bit, and I've, right. I've done a few tournaments, and I did some sponsored stuff for Wizards. And I love Magic the Gathering, but I just know that I haven't got time. I thought you were going to say power. I love Wizards, which would have <laughs> been, been a funny sound bite, actually. I love Wizards. I love um, Wizards. <laughs> I love wizards, but it's just that there's not enough room in my brain for Dota and Magic the Gathering, right? It's like, it's too much. Yeah. Uh, Right. So I was watching these videos of this guy who has all these people cheating at Magic the Gathering. Now, there's there's not much money on the line in the Magic world, but if there are cards involved in a game, people will cheat. And it hadn't occurred to me that there were actually tons of ways to cheat in Magic. Oh, so many. it's, It's not like poker. They have made sure that cheating in poker is very difficult. You have a dealer who does it, so you'd need at least two people in they on get it. brand new cards every hand. Right, all that kind know, of so stuff. So you can't mark them. Exactly. You, know, you can't, like, yeah. And the, sh- auto shufflers. Right, and, it's, yeah. all, it's all much more, uh, you know, considered. And of course, it's in a casino a lot of the time. And casinos are like the kings of spotting people cheating. They have ex-cheats with binoculars, you know, and all that kind of stuff. So the, one of the one of the things that happens in Magic sometimes is you draw a couple of cards and then your opponent shuffles your deck. Um, mm. And at that point, there were people cheating by they're shuffling and they're making sure that they put shit cards on the top of your deck so that your next two turns, you're drawing like garbage that doesn't help you at all. Or wow. there's, there's also ones where you shuffle your own deck um, and then they'll put the card that they really need on the top of their deck and stuff like that. No. People literally taking the deck of cards to move it and just sliding the bottom card. Like there, there's one card that places your opponent finds a card in your deck and puts it at the bottom of your deck. So basically putting it out of the game. And I mean, yeah, it's not exiling it, but it's, it's you're, you're unlikely to draw through your entire deck. Put it mm. at the bottom. So this guy picks up his deck of cards to move them for some reason. 
leaves the bottom card there and then just slides it into his hand. Just like yoinks it from the deck. And it's like all these oh. cheats. These people are cheating on camera, sometimes on stream. So it's live on Twitch. And of course, you know what Twitch feels like. They notice everything. So it's like, that's, it's always spotted and called out. Yeah. How embarrassing. You're in the middle of a tournament and the tournament director comes over and goes, yeah, sorry, we just saw you fucking cheating. Would you not? And I just thought this is unbelievable. But it's, it's really addictive. Yeah. It, 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 I think cheating is addictive, though. I think winning is addictive. Right. I think that these people want and feel like, they feel like, I could. People justify that in all sorts of ways. So, for example, one one way I heard was that he said, well, you know, I had a really bad draw and, you know, I got really unlucky. So I thought I might just, you know, Cheat give bit. myself like an edge yeah. and then I'm, I'm even again. Right? right. Like it didn't it didn't feel to him like like cheating. It felt like making it fair. Right. When it's clearly cheating. And so, yeah. so there's so many ways that that can creep in um, to people, especially when they're angry or tilted or they feel like. They're getting just I don't know like it is a game of of so this of is bullshit. obviously this is obviously the um like the tabletop magic right like yes the, yes, the, yes. The, the, there's ways of cheating because you're 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 letting people do the the sort the of handling cards like they're literally the handling yeah, and the yeah. mechanic side of it yeah right okay I see I think that can happen with any tabletop game going back to my mum taking money out of the bank in Monopoly. <laughs> Mrs. Uh, F did well, that yeah. as well. I mean, who hasn't done that? Me? Like, uh, I haven't cheated in Monopoly. Mrs. That F was a big part of the game, would though. just palm five hundos. She'd just palm little five hundos. Sometimes you could steal money from the bank and nobody would notice. And you're like, okay, cool. Like, I got away with it. Like, I think it was. That's, I think that was fine. You no, know? That's, not part, that's not fine or part of the game. How dare you? You sullied the terrible name of Monopoly, which is an awful <laughs> game. Oh you sullied God. it, sir. <laughs> Did I did never play Monopoly? It's shit. It's, yeah. it's the worst game. I like. Hands down. I, I, I do like playing it though. I would play Monopoly. Man, I, we used to play a lot of Monopoly. We used I would to play like, it, double up the Monopoly awful. boards and stuff. Oh, it was awesome. Yeah, I used to do that as well. Yeah. I mean, I I'd play it after five pints of San Miguel. Um, if Oof. someone asked me, because I think it would be well, hilarious. When you were like nine years old, or what? Like you've been playing Monopoly? <laughs> oh, no, now. All right. I, back in the day, my we did obviously. You know, we were a family. We played board game, and the board right. game was Scrabble or Monopoly, and Scrabble yeah. was fucking awful. I used to play well, Totopoly. Totopoly was a horse my racing. My dad plays game. Scrabble on Facebook with my aunt like every day. Like they just, um, you know, like the, you you can like do your move, and then like the your opponent can do their move like you know tomorrow or something. You know, like they right. just they just wait. And they just play. I think one of the it's best things about terraforming Mars and these Euros is that you don't know for sure who's won until the very end. Yes, they keep oh, it interesting. Yeah, Monopoly yeah. shows means... you right in your face. Oh, the guy with twenty hotels is clearly going to win this game. Yeah, uh, yeah. But with terraforming Mars, there's there's a little bit of hidden information. It's not really strictly hidden because you could just take the time to count it up. But yeah, you play but so many of, cards and you yeah. stack them up, and you can have an idea of who's in in the lead. But yeah, it's uh, it's harder to know for sure. I think, which is good. It, it is keeps people which is, which is good, and it's 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 just too much for you to necessarily bother with. But yeah. at the same time, there are things where Terraforming Mars has a very small amount of cucking. Like you can <laughs> yeah. you can fuck someone over by destroying some of their plants. Yes. <laughs> but or, or that's you, about it. Sometimes Joey. tile placement can fuck them over. But yeah, it's not like I mean I, I was yeah, actually I, I was when we were playing yeah. it, I was like there's surprisingly few cards that are like miss a turn or something. You know, there's nothing really like that. Uh, which, again, I think is an interesting way of, of keeping people in the game. I think you do have to have things for people to fight over. Um, so we play a, the draft variant 
when we draw cards because it lets you sort of pick one that you are interested in buying and then pass it around. That way it's more engaging. And you can also think, well, I'm going to deny, I know he's collecting the Jupiter card, so right. I'm going to pick the Jupiter one to deny him that, you know, because otherwise if he if he just got lucky and drew that, he'd, he'd win. Um, so yeah, more the more, I think you do have to have like the like player interaction or else you're just four of you playing a single player game right, right. In, the, in the same room, which is, well, you know, it's an MMO. But you know, it's 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 not it's not what we're supposed to be doing there. You ha- need to have some not people getting angry with each other, but more people being like, you know, you're clearly ahead, so I'm gonna you know destroy you, this mine. Just gonna yeah. cheat a little bit sure? just to get an edge. <laughs> just gonna well, I, justify I think- it to myself as making it more fair for me. So I have a well, chance of winning. Is like this thing that I think that we have. There's a certain honor system though too, right? and I, I just I know I gave you an example of somewhere where you feel like the honor system is like the karmic thing is rebalancing. Yeah, honor so among I've been thieves. Lucky, so yeah, I'm getting yeah. this. Like generally, it's as soon as you've cheated, it does um, take some of the pleasure away. Mm. You know, it taints your victory. Yeah, I'm sure that I'm sure that these cheaters. Never prosper. No, I'm uh, sure. I'm, one you know, would hope not. In one a, would hope I'm not. Sure they're, in they're, an ideal world, I'm sure no. they're, they're kicking themselves even now, much yeah. like I'm kicking myself for drinking too much on Tuesday. A school night. I can't believe you drank that much on a school night of all nights. I know. It's it was bold. Very weird. Bold. It just got out of control. I mean, it's to fun, be fair, fun. when I come down to Bristol, it's like that. But yeah. I played a video game yesterday that uh, I don't know if you guys are interested in, uh, in these types of video games, but um, I played a game called Age of Darkness Final Stand yesterday. Yesterday. It sounds like a mobile game, I'll be honest with you. It's it's uh it's it's actually very good. It's uh it's like they are billions in that you build up a colony and you defend it against hordes of bad guys, but mm. it's uh not not a steampunk setting, it's more of a fantasy medieval setting. Okay. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Is that the one where the, you've got like a town and the zombies come and you build yeah. little barricades? Yeah, you got me That's to play it. that, Lewis, didn't you? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it was bloody it was awful. Good. Bloody awful. <laughs> Hated it. Um, yeah. it was hard. It was really hard. Yeah, Age, so of, hard. Age of Darkness is um, is is uh, is it the same type of game with different setting and so, some different mechanics, but it's pretty good. Mm. I played it for a bunch yesterday. I liked I it did, a lot. I did hear about yeah. it. It's nice. Uh, how are you it's feeling nice. with New World? Because I saw I've been watching your YouTube <laughs> clips. Of I you. saw his review. The, yeah, the pog champ. The pog champ of you finding some epic random thing that you had no idea what it was <laughs> when you were fishing. Yeah, that was that was such a good reaction. Yeah, no, it's been it's been fun. It's been nice to play. It's a it's a nice MMO. I think it, it. I think it's got some promise for sure. I think. Um, I I like the sort of like the gathering, the crafting, like that sort of stuff. I'm not I'm not too interested in the PvP, which is like a big part of the game. How much how much power washing is there in it? Oh, like none, which is a big oh. problem for me. But um, yeah, you know, That's knock knock a score off. Yeah, of l- luckily there's the a full game uh, just about power washing that I can always revert back to when I need. Yeah, to, true. When I need to fulfill that need, but um, degenerate power washer. Yeah, yeah. Well, surely, like if surely you could just call a power washing cart. You know, yeah, get, get, yeah, just get power washed right in the street, like twelve monkey style. Like, just hose me down, like before I go um, into the office or whatever. Can we need more cards? Yeah, yeah. Like more, more, because this is the everyone wants to call on their phone. Yeah, someone, you know. Yeah, yeah. I think we just, and also it gets people outside. They can all be eco. You can get like a Magic the, the Gathering cheat advice cart as well. You know, like Jesus, somebody's just that is specific. somebody's just kicking a can <laughs> down the road. You spot them, and you're like, hey, buddy, what's wrong? Oh, 
oh man, I'm just trying to get the edge in Magic the Gathering. Well, have I got that card for you? <laughs> let, me, let me pull out my binder full of cheats. <laughs> We're gonna get you. We're gonna get you top of the pile. No problem. No, but um, no. Age of Age of Darkness, pretty good. New World's been pretty good. I think I, I think I'm kind of like coming to the end of like the hype for it, though. Like you know, you, I like I played it a bunch and I've enjoyed it, but um, all of our towns got taken over by sweats and stuff, and it's just like I don't know. Like I'll I'll probably wait now for some updates and some 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 different mechanics and stuff to come out. But I've enjoyed it, and uh, and Back for Blood I played a bit of as well, which came out this week, and it's um, that's the third person Left 4 Dead, which is just having played Left 4 Dead recently. I thought I thought Back for Blood. Sorry, it's first person. Sorry, World War Z is World is War Z the one has had an expansion. Person. We played and that actually. After the three of us played. I really it, liked yeah. World War Z. Yeah, yeah, it's really, really it. uh, Back for Blood is is pretty good. It's got uh, lots of like nice stuff. I didn't like it. To uh, did not like to it. keep you playing the game like beyond sort of just you know blasting through the campaign and then being like okay I've yeah done lots it. of unlocks lots of currency yeah there's a bunch of slowly getting bunch of bunch of things that you can do like uh, different uh, difficulty modes and stuff that you can try or whatever it just all right it didn't feel good to me when i played it in the old i got angry with it yeah yeah so i don't know maybe i'll maybe well, i got sponsored to again, play I'll... it and uh, of course the money felt great so uh <laughs> could highly, right. highly recommend it off the back okay. of that <laughs> <laughs> um, that right, definitely well, greases the wheels for me so yeah well um, you know yeah. grease everyone loves yeah, everyone, everyone loves, loves a, a bit of grease. grease you got a squeaky wheel you grease that up uh, yeah. there's a cart for that there's, there's a, cart. a squeaky, cart for that. squeaky wheel cart that is enough of that <laughs> uh, thank you for listening everyone that's a good oh, one hey, today. Wait, just I, before we go though man ti has been really fun to watch i and uh i hope you're having fun flex uh yeah your, your TI stuff. thank uh, you like i mean i haven't played dota in years but man i love watching pro dota it's it, it it's, is uh, doing all right there have been some Rainer. great games there have been some great games uh i've been enjoying good it story you've been good on the late show so thank you so well done this is actually my first time hosting anything as like actually as the host nice. i've always been a co-host or done content like and you know it's not the same. So this is the first time I've actually done any kind of actually, I'm expected to ask the questions and keep it all together. So I was a little nervous, but I You I'm opened just... yourself up for a bit of a fall because you one of the questions you ended on was asking them to say something mean about it. Well, yeah, we wanted to do that. But I, we wanted to see if they could because quite a lot of the other things we were saying to them were quite mean. So we thought we needed to balance it and, and have a chance to have a go back at me. Because it's, it's funny. Like, I don't care. It's, you know... It's, well, I don't all of them like, oh, you're bald or like... No, no, no. They were much cleverer than that. <laughs> oh, good. good. One, of, one of them was, you, you suck oh. at terraforming Mars. That was one of them. One of them was, you can't hold your drink. Yeah. And, and the other then... one was, your your content used to be, I preferred your old content. Was yeah, well, that's <laughs> always like, a when rough you one. Yeah, that's yeah. always a rough yeah. one. Yeah. So it was really funny. Yeah, they're, they're, all, they're all good ones, actually. Um, yes, but we love you. Flex, so yeah, yeah. good Thank luck with you. the rest of it, and um, yeah, well, I guess you'll be home for an oh no, you won't, you'll be on vacation, right? Like, you're going on vacation, I, as soon as you get back. I, we are going on vacation, but I will be around next week. Oh, okay, uh, okay. but by the time you're listening to this this week, um, so yeah, yeah, I don't fly out until the weekend after I get back, so uh, I will have okay. a few days and I will be able to do um, Triforce next week. So, shout yeah. out to you guys for making it in, into these recordings through 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 bad weather and bad internet and Flooding. bad wherever we are yeah. yeah all right thank you lads we'll take it easy until next time bye, bye. bye.